What's up? What's up, guys? <clears throat> Holy shit! I didn't even I didn't even uh, watch the press conference. Totally uh, forgot about that. I mean, I saw them uh, face off. Obviously, there's a picture over here on the live, and uh, Usman pushed uh, Covington, but it totally like slipped my mind. That was due to like a press conference. Duh. What's up, guys? Uh, we got Natero in the room. B. Crumb, Harvey Dent. Give me a little recap, guys. What happened? Uh, Harvey says, Usman ignored the injection mark questions. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay, what do you guys think? You guys think that uh, Usman's on EPO or steroids or something? Because I might be naive. I just think the dude's a genetic freak and, and a hard worker. And uh, I'm, I'm thinking it's like scars or acne or something on his on his stomach i don't know i don't think it's injection marks but this is me Bikram says you should react to a press conference it was funny okay maybe i'll do like a live reaction i'll just get like a highlight of it and um check it out and and yeah react to it in real time because <clears throat> if it was funny like that that'll be that'll be kind of fun to do a reaction video Natil says, uh, what was that Gaethje and Kobe all about that not know Gaethje hated Kobe? Yeah, he can't stand Kobe Covington, man. <clears throat> He's come out um, in interviews and, and just on social media in general, like he can't stand him. He wants to, he wants to pretty much like beat Kobe Covington's ass. Uh, Harvey says, Kobe killed the pink suit as well. Kobe rocking that that pink suit. Hold on one sec, guys. What's up with this chat box? Chat box not coming up. Okay, there we go. I don't know what the heck was going on. All right, let's see, let's see. Um, back to the pink suit. Kobe's crazy, man. Kobe's crazy. He um he's he's definitely a character. I mean. Did you guys see that uh, DC check-in show? Daniel Cormier has his own YouTube channel. He's he's um, following Biz Bing Suit. And uh, he got this show called DC Check-In. <clears throat> it's kind of cool. I mean, he just does like little sit-downs with fighters and stuff like that. I like DC. DC's a character. Um, and Kobe, he wasn't really in character. He was just like pretty much Kobe Covington, like regular and DC called him out. He wasn't he wasn't trying to pull no antics in front of DC or none of that stuff. I mean, I guess because him and DC go like way back. I guess DC recruited him back in the college days. <clears throat> and uh yeah, I mean, with Kobe like I totally understand why Kobe created this character. I to I totally get it. What like whether or not like I agree with it or the fans agree with it or not. You know, um, whether we believe he goes overboard or not. I mean, I, I get his logic. I mean, he we're talking about him. He's one of the more popular guys in MMA right now because of the antics. But it's almost like you sell your soul to the devil. It's like, why are you popular? I mean, you know, like porn stars are popular. <laughs> you know, what are they popular for? So it's like you got to live with that for the rest of your life. And um, he's done some crazy stuff. He's done and said some crazy stuff. Uh, truthfully... I mean, I think Connor's done worse. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not I'm not a fan of uh the Covington act though. 
Rainey says, did anyone hear about those people waiting for a zombie JFK Jr. to come back? What the heck? Ari says, <laughs> what's up, Randy? Kermal's dad is a corrupt pharmacist and has injection marks all over his body. What? <clears throat> Randy says, could could just be scars. Gates, you call Chandler a bitch. <laughs> That's funny. Wow. Called him. I thought they were cool. I thought they were all right. Like, they respected each other. Um, Bikram says, I think Kobe should use kicks more. They can do more damage and deliver more power. <clears throat> That's an avenue. I mean, because Kamaru Usman, like, genetically, he got big quads, like, thighs and stuff like that. But he doesn't have the biggest calf muscles. And sometimes that's kind of just like a genetic thing. Hold on one sec, guys. The dog is kind of wanting attention right now. He wants to get on the couch. All right, lay right there, buddy. The channel mascot. There you go, buddy. <clears throat> Got him next to me on the couch with a blanket. I want to get a bigger dog. This is uh, me and my girlfriend's dog. He's a Morky. He's a Maltese in a in a Yorkie and he thinks he's a lot bigger than what he is internally. I think, I think, I think he thinks he's like a Rottweiler or something. He's a character, <clears throat> but we were talking about getting a, uh, a Basenji. Uh, my favorite dog is a German shepherd. I love short hair German shepherds. That's my dream dog right there. Um, I kind of got the green light to got to get one. So if I get a if I get a, a German shepherd, That'll be the new channel mascot. All right. Where was I? Oh, the leg kicks. So, yeah, Kamal, <clears throat> just like um John Jones, either maybe Kamal just doesn't do calf raises or doesn't train them, but he just genetically, I don't think, has big calves and stuff. And you got less meat around those calves, man. You're probably more susceptible to that low calf kick to hit that nerve. So, yeah, that's that's an avenue. Um, I definitely think that, I definitely think that Colby should, like, whether he gets the takedown or not, and I would love to read what you guys think, but I think he should just spam takedowns, you know, um, not from outside, like, you know, desperation ones, but like, you know, if, if he gets Kamal to engage and throw a punch, change levels, go for a takedown, even if you don't get it, it's like you're making Kamal think about that, you're making Kamal worry about that, and you're 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 making him burn energy. So it's like, it's all win for me, you know? Um, what's the worst that can happen? You get your takedown stuffed. <clears throat> you know, it's um, it's an ego and moral loss, but it's a fight gain. That's my view of it. So, because in the first fight, he didn't even attempt um, any takedowns. Col Colby Covington, if, if I recall, I have to rewatch the fight, but I don't think either guy really attempted a takedown. I think they fainted one, like they kind of reached for the front leg. But they didn't like commit to a takedown. And I think um that just happens, man. I mean, sometimes like when you when you're going against a dude who's a great grappler or wrestler, uh, like if it's two BJJ guys, like they won't think to use their BJJ because they almost view it as a waste of energy. Like they're gonna cancel each other out. And it's the same thing with <clears throat> with wrestling. A lot of times, and we we've all seen this where wrestlers become strikers because they're like, why am I going to waste energy trying to take this dude down? You know, when he's like just as good as me and I'm probably not going to hold him down. But and I'm going to shut up on this in a second because there's a lot of comments. Um, 
But that's kind of like the wrong attitude, I think, uh, in Colby Covington's case, because Colby's edge is his cardio. I mean, that's what I think, his his cardio and conditioning. And Kamaro's edge, where he like stands out, is like the power and strength, like in his strikes and just his strength in general. So it's like you got to use what you what you have to use what gifts you have. You know what I mean? So Kobe should definitely try to make Kamaro work. It'll probably open things up in the striking. And, you know, what happens to Usman when somebody pushes the pace on him like that and has confidence in their cardio? Because it seems like everybody that fights Usman, they're afraid of uh, getting dragged into deep water. and They're worried about his cardio. So what happens when the hunter becomes the hunted and Kobe's pushing him? It's going to be interesting, guys. It's going to be really interesting. <clears throat> Hold up. Let me just see uh, any new guys in the room. We got Keenan KTV. What's up, brother? Hey, bro. Hope all is well. We should have a live chat again soon. Yeah, man. We got to get up, bro. Um, those live podcasts are definitely fun. Uh, talking about fights and stuff like that. Definitely, man. Um, hope you're good, bro. It's a long time no chat, man. Good to see you, man. Thank you for... Hopping in and saying hi, man. Uh, Armando. What's up, Armando? Bikram says, I'm going kind of up the comments. I uh, Col- uh, hope Kobe wins, to be honest. You know what, Bikram? I don't personally hate Kobe Covington. I hate his persona, but I really respect him as a as a great fighter. And uh, as far as like Usman versus Covington, it'll be a cool shakeup. I mean, it'll, it, I, I think it'll be a cool shakeup. Because then we're going to have a trilogy fight. That would be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Natio says, Dylan just tweeted he was going to look for Bisbing in New York City. I saw I saw that. You know, it's funny. Bisbing's in my home state. You know what I mean? He's a... Uh, it's so trippy to think Bisbing's like right there. I'm like driving distance from Michael Bisbing. I should go crash the party and go uh, talk to Bisbing. <coughs> but um, what was I getting at? Oh, Dylan Dennis. Dylan Dennis. Dylan Dennis is a character, man, I don't even know what to say about that dude. Um, he's been getting roasted by the MMA community and uh, and fighters and stuff like that. I saw this, um, I don't know who the guy is. He's got a popular podcast. Uh, Keenan says, good to hear you too, brother. Let's set something up. Hit me up on Instagram. I will, man, I will. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <clears throat> but this guy, he was talking to Bisbing and... Um, Fuck, he's a he's got a popular podcast. It's not Jesse on Fire. I'm trying to think. Uh is there a guy called True Gord? Is that is that a guy? I think. Anyway, he was shitting on Dylan Dennis. He said that he said that Dylan Dennis tried to uh hit him up to get on a podcast segment. He's like, why would I he's like, why would I freaking interview you, dude? Or like talk to you. You have like two fights, you got no MMA experience, you know, not a lot of experience and in, in story there. He's like, well, what will we talk about? And then, and then him and Bisbing are like cracking up, roasting his dude. <clears throat> Goodness gracious! <clears throat> oh, Keenan, Keenan, just thank you, brother. The MVP right there. True, true, uh, Gordy. Is that how you pronounce it, Gordy? Yeah, he's the big dude. He kind of looks like um Eddie Hall. I've seen clips of his podcast. It's pretty cool. He's entertaining. He's funny. Harvey says, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm kind of up in the previous comments, but yeah, DC has terrible commentary, but his YouTube is cool. Man, everybody's like, well, not everybody, but a lot of people are kind of turning on DC with the commentary, huh? With the with the biasness. 
I'm not sure if I uh somebody's in the hallway. You guys hear the dog. Um I'm not sure if I um if I hear like an extreme bias. I mean there's definitely a bias though. I mean Rogan Rogan does it, but it's not I mean it's not egregious to me when Rogan does it. Uh, Felder gets some shit for it. I like Paul Felder though. I, I I think Paul Felder's a good uh commentator. I used to love Dan Hardy, unfortunately. He's gone. Dominic Cruz, eh. Eh. Dominic Cruz is uh Nick says, What's up, Nick? Uh pronounced Jordy. Okay, Jordy, Jordy. Thank you, man. Dominic Cruz is like super analytical, but he's uh, is it me guys guys, or does he not come off as um like kind of condescending and kind of like dickish? like on live tv <clears throat> it's kind of funny i i always like hear some weird tension between him and rogan but um what was i getting at oh yeah the commentary it's i mean it's not terrible to me but there's definitely some some uh bias for sure for sure let me scroll through some of these comments um randy says we never did see dc versus brock what happened to that um I don't know, man. That one just fell through. They were trying to hype it up. And uh, DC, I think, would have scraped Brock. That's just me, though. Tail says, Brock couldn't test clean. <clears throat> that may be it. <laughs> Blue says, what's going on, Blue? Kobe Covington trusts himself because that I think he can beat Kamaro. I know what you're saying, Blue, with the translation. He um he got a lot of confidence. and You know, confidence goes a long way. It's like... It's like Buster Douglas and Mike Tyson. And and honestly, Mike Mike kind of beat himself in those losses by doing what he was doing, extracurricular activities outside the ring. But um a big factor was Buster Douglas being motivated and not being afraid of Mike. And it's like a lot of times you you and like fighters talk about this. They say like sometimes you make people bigger than what they are. And like this shit applies to life. <clears throat> if you got a job interview, uh, let me see if you have a job interview, right. And you're nervous about it, you know, like think about the worst case scenario. It's like, all right, so you don't get the job, like give it your best shot. You know, there's a lot to gain. You can, you can get a cool new job. And if you don't get it, you don't get it. Cause it, it wasn't yours to begin with. You know what I mean? So like sometimes you make things bigger than what they are. And, um, like I said, fighters talk about it all the time. You, you put these guys like on a pedestal, um, Chris Weidman, he did the opposite against Anderson Silva. He's like, I'm just going to get on there and punch him in the face. And it worked for him. So, you know, with Kobe Covington, he almost has a delusional sense of uh, confidence in it. You know, that goes a long way. Connor has the same thing. Connor got like a delusional sense of confidence, um, big ego. And I think, I think to be the best like that, you have to kind of be a narcissist in a way and, and have like this crazy delusional confidence. <clears throat> uh, Christian family man. <laughs> man, Kobe went below the belt in the pre-fight comments, bringing up Usman's dad like that. I've been trying to stick with the dude, but that was too much for me. I didn't even hear anything about that, bro, but it doesn't shock me. <clears throat> it doesn't shock me with Kobe Covington. That's what I mean, man. Like, I understand you're playing a character and you're trying to get attention, but he he takes shit too far sometimes from, from my taste as well. And it definitely turns me off from him. So I'm on the same page with you, man. Totally, bro. Uh, let me see. 
trying to catch up with some of the comments. Okay, here here goes the dog comments. Armando says little dogs also feel a lot bigger than what they are. I know, I know, man. Yo, he's aggressive, guys. Like every time I get in bed, like my girl goes to bed earlier than me because she wakes up she wakes up a little bit earlier. And um she was he was her dog first, you know? <clears throat> she had him for years and I then I came into the picture. He used to sleep on the other side of I, the other side of the bed. So when I came into the picture, um this dude would get so angry that I would sleep on that side of the bed. Like he wouldn't want to give it up. He'd try to like bite me in, in the night and shit like that. It was it was hilarious. Um he bit a hole in my face. I should post this on in on YouTube. I don't know like if YouTube will will ding the channel or something or for posting something graphic, but I'm not even kidding you. It was like the size of like, I don't know, like a centimeter long. I had a hole in my face. This little dude bit me in the face in the dark. But he's getting old. He's like 11. So I think <clears throat> I think he couldn't really tell it was my face or my hand. And he just freaking bit me in the face. That's a whole other story. I kind of hid that from my girlfriend. I patched my face up. I didn't even get stitches. I just like passed it up with like a butterfly bandage, whatever. Went to bed. <coughs> played it off. And... I got like weird um, Wolverine healing and like a strong immune system. So like it closed up on his own. I don't even have like a scar. I don't think I do. But anyway, yeah, enough about the dog. I mean, he's a character, man. Chris, uh, Christian Fanny, Rottweiler all the way, bro. Bro, Roddy's are freaking awesome, man. I love, um, like I said, German Shepherd's like my favorite dog. Uh, Roddy's are awesome. Doberman's. Uh, oh my God, Pitts. Natural says, my favorite dog are definitely pit bulls. I think they're misunderstood. They're 100% misunderstood, man. My buddy <clears throat> my buddy visited me just the other um, couple of weeks ago. He's my best friend. And he um he got a, a pit bull from his brother. His brother was, he had to kind of give up the dog. And um, <clears throat> I should, I should post, uh, I should post, uh, those pictures, man. He was a stocky freaking pit bull. But anyway, um, yeah, he was a, a, a big dog and um big sweetheart. Big sweetheart. You could pick him up, you know, hug on him, all kinds of stuff. And uh yeah, they're definitely misunderstood. Let me see. Uh Christian family, I think Kobe needs to apply the pressure. Uh go for a win by points. <clears throat> that may be the way because he may not be able to finish uh Kamaro. Uh Randy says, yeah, seriously, there were uh can't be waiting for JP to return. He's only been dead for 20 years. Yeah, I remember when he died too. <laughs> Trying to catch up on the comments, guys. Keenan says I miss Mike Goldberg and Rogan. They were a great team, man. They were definitely a great team. I missed when uh Goldie went away. He got booted. <laughs> Felt bad for him. Natio says Gaethje called out DC on his commentary. He did. He did. I saw that on Twitter. They had a little back and forth. Christian, I don't see the problem if there is bias from the commentators. People got to stop thinking they can dictate how other people speak. <clears throat> to point, uh, all the commentators come off as condescending. Nash, who should I bet on? Uh, only lost on UFC bets. Who should I bet on? I don't know, bro. I mean, for me in the main event fights, I got um, I got Usman, I got Rose Number Yunus, and I got um Gaethje. That's who I got. 
Whether they win or not is a whole other story. Natsuo says, have you seen Connor right now? He looks jacked. Yeah, he looks pretty jacked. He looks like he's probably like 190 pounds, 180, 85, 90 pounds solid. He looks pretty big. He's been hitting them weights. I don't know. I mean, maybe that'll help him. Uh, maybe it's going to hurt him. <clears throat> if he comes back a little too muscular, might sap his cardio a little bit. I think Connor could strike all day, though. Definitely don't think uh, striking is his problem. It's uh, the grappling. Armando says, Randy Evander is in no condition to fight. Look at his training footage. He has no balance. So, McFarlane turned down his license. <laughs> Harvey says, you call a fight how you see it. You don't purposely ignore what other another fighter does just because you support their opponent. Randy says, I think the MMA guys should conduct themselves a little better. I don't care about them bad-mouthing. But families that should be off the limits. Don't talk about each other's families. I agree, man. I totally agree, Randy. Uh, <laughs> don't mess with the mascot, bro. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, Brandon, what's up? What's up, brother? L- Lock up raw. What's going on, Lock up? Unpopular opinion. Michael Bisming is the worst commentator. Really, bro? Oh my god. I'm not, dude. I'm not even gonna lie. And everyone's entitled to their opinion. I love Michael Bisming. I love Mike, man. He's hilarious. I think he's funny and um he's just I don't I don't know, like he's loose on the mic. Um I like I like the information he provides. Sometimes I don't agree with what Bisbing's looking at though. Sometimes Mike says stuff and I'm like, I don't really see that, but overall I do like Bisbing, but hey, to each that oh man, why why don't you like Bisbing? I'm just cur- curious. <clears throat> like what's your view on him? Blue says, Michael Chandler or Gaethje loses face Islam Magachev for me. Magachev is a beast. Uh, Harvey says, Canelo versus Plant is Saturday. That's going to be sick. I got Plant. Uh, I don't even know who I got in that, man, to be honest. I'm looking forward to it. That's going to be sick. Armando says, I got Plant for the upset. Call me crazy, but Canelo has always given... Oh, Caleb has... Uh, started give Canelo problems and he's younger and hungry he's also bigger too <clears throat> I don't think he's bigger thickness wise and muscle but um he might be he might be bigger muscle mass like overall like his um because his frame is bigger Caleb Plant likes to duck his head low those uppercuts are coming from Canelo doesn't Caleb he got nasty body shots too <clears throat> Christian says, how extensive is Gaethje's wrestling background? I didn't realize and bet against him to be subbed by Chandler. He got a pretty deep wrestling background. Blah, 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 blah. Stuttering. He has a pretty deep wrestling background. I think he's Division One. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, pretty, pretty deep wrestling background. <clears throat> Brandon Vargas, he's been wrestling since he was like four years old. Like, really long time. Man, I'm looking forward to the Zhang Weili and Rose match. But honestly, they did. Carla Esparza wrong. She deserves that next title shot. Oh, I totally forgot about Carla. That's right. I think they did look her over. I think they did, man. Nick. What's up, Nick? Bisbing's a straight shooter. He is, man. He's a straight shooter. <laughs> Nick says straight shooter with no filter. He is, bro. You know what I love about Bisbing? Um, Well, that... And the fact that Mike, Mike's like almost mainstream, you know what I mean? He He's doing little movies, of course, you know, they direct to video, nothing big, but 
He's doing little movies now, um, getting a lot of TV time. He's got a big fan base. It keeps growing. He's getting more and more mainstream. And he's not changing. <clears throat> he's not changing. I've seen like comments where, you know, people are like, oh, you know, Bisbings went Hollywood and this and that. And, and he's changing. I'm like, I don't see any change. He talks about some raunchy, crazy shit on his podcast, <laughs> you know, uh, pretty gnarly topics with uh, Mike Harrington, his uh, podcast producer. And when Luis Gomez was on there, they used to get into some shenanigans. You know, they wouldn't cross a certain line, but but um, I really respect that about Mike. Mike Mike is definitely non-PC and he has no filter. And like, we, we desperately need that shit, guys. We desperately need that right now. And, and these days, like... I do my best to fight the, the, the good fight, like in my personal life and on social media and whatever little platform I have, I try to be the same way. I try to be a straight shooter, not offensive, but try to keep it real as they say. And I don't like to sugarcoat or bullshit, you know, without being like an asshole or like super offensive, but, um, everything's so PC, man. You can't even like speak your mind. And there's a difference between being offensive and hateful and, and having an honest opinion, an honest, tactful opinion. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And like the way things are now, it's like a lot of people are like living in fantasy land. You know, like things are just like sugarcoated. People don't talk about elephants in the room. You see it in the media. You see it with celebrities. Like they don't want to get canceled. They want to just say the right things. And when you hear like a podcast, it's so transparent when people are just like constantly trying to say what's popular or like say the right things. It's it, it totally turns me off. And the people that I gravitate to to are the ones that just have no filter and keep it real. <clears throat> sorry, guys. Sorry. Uh, let me see. Brandon says, Michael Bisping started becoming YouTuber not so long ago. I enjoy watching his videos, to be honest. Me too, man. Me too. Harvey says, and people are saying Plant doesn't have the power to keep him off him. Yeah, okay. Watch that left hook. That's what I'm saying. He does have a nasty left hook. Hell yes. Jang is still dangerous. Uh, very powerful on the feet and has some creativity. There are strikes. I, I still got to lean towards rolls, though. Too sharp on the feet. Char Whitman is for sure helping her. Yeah, Rose is like really, really, really coming into her own as a martial artist. She's getting more and more confident. She's so slick. Her boxing is just like real slick for a female. I don't mean that in an offensive way, but you know, women's MMA, you know, it, it's it's generally known that they're a little bit behind on skill overall, but her boxing is pretty damn good. Her overall stand up, thanks to Pat Barry. And now, of course, Trevor Whitman. Her ground game has always been dangerous. She's been like real tricky on Matt. I think she's also deceptively strong too. She's like one of those wiry chicks. <clears throat> I think she's gonna beat Whaley too. Natil <clears throat> says, Slam, you got any good shows to recommend? Um, at the moment, I mean, uh I was just watching this show what Michael Keaton called Dope Sick. It's on like the opioid addiction, like Oxy. Um, that was, that was okay. I finished Midnight Mass. That's like about vampires. It was like a little bit slow. It was, it was a little bit boring at some, some points, a, a good majority. I mean, I don't know if I would recommend it, but I finished it. 
had some good messages if you stick with it. I'm trying to think of another show that that I'm watching. Um, oh, you know what was a crazy show? The North Water. It's an AMC, AMC Plus show. It's with um, Colin Farrell. He plays like this gnarly uh, whale harpooner. Um, I don't know who the other main guy is, but I never seen him before. But it's got really good acting. It's kind of like a dark thriller, like kind of mystery show about like uh, whalers. And uh, man, it's it's great, crazy show. It's like it's like one season, like a mini series. Uh, I recommend the North Water. It's pretty gnarly. Uh, let me see. Uh, Nick Nick Alexander says, "Keeping it real." Yeah, man, we got to, we got to, we got to definitely be truthful and not be afraid to share our truthful opinions. Uh, but you know, be respectful. You don't have to be a jerk about it. Raining the term. Uh, Harvey Dent says, I remember when Mike was in those terrible Sharknado movies. No, Bisping was in a Sharknado movie. Hey, man, you haven't made it until you're in a Sharknado movie. <laughs> remember, they had a shark. Um, it was like, uh, damn, like an octopus shark hybrid movie. Some Some weird craziness like that. Christian, Christian's out of here. Later, team. Keep the awesome breakdowns coming. Slam, man. Let's go 5K. Thank you, brother. Hey, man. Have it a good night, and I'll check you on the next one, man. 5K, 5K. Let's go. It's possible. Uh, Billy Jones and our plants. <clears throat> Brandon says, also, Frankie Eggers fighting this weekend, too. Always been a fan. We both from Jersey. Nice. Bro, my best friend's from Jersey. He's in Jersey right now. <clears throat> He used to live in Perth Amboy. Forgot where he lives now. He moved to like another area. He just bought like a house. He got a pretty good deal on it. Um, the dirty jurors. Dude, you know what's funny about Jersey? <clears throat> One of the first few times I frequented Jersey, I didn't realize that they pumped gas for you. <laughs> it was kind of weird. There's like a state thing. That was kind of funny. I was like, what the hell's going on? Uh, let me see. I hope him and Dominic Cruz fight each other before they call it a career. That'll be an epic fight between two legends. I will love to see Dominic Cruz versus Frankie Edgar because I think they're so evenly matched. I mean, Cruz may... I, I don't really know who, who's got it more together these days, to be honest. Um, Dominic has been... Dominic has been inconsistent. Is I mean, I don't know if... Uh, Maybe not inconsistent. Let me look up his record. He certainly hasn't been active. <clears throat> Let me see who he's losing to. Or how many losses he has. Uh, let me see if I could bring this menu up, actually. I think I did it before. Okay. Hold on a sec, guys. <clears throat> Let's look this up real quick. So, Dominic Cruz, right now, he's 36. Um... His last fight. 36 is not that old. Damn, Dominic Cruz is like... I mean, he's not young, but he's not like old, old either for MMA. He's not not 40. Still got some, some years left. So he beat Casey Kenny. I don't even remember that. <clears throat> don't he, oh, I do remember that. I do remember that. That one went under the radar. I remember that. Before that, he lost to Suhudo. No shame in that. Henry's a hell of a fighter, definitely made his mark, and he lost to Cody Garbrandt, former champ. 
Eh. I mean, when Cody's on, he's on. There's kind of no shame in that either. And before that, you know, Cruz is on fire. Before that, Cruz is on fire. But if you ask me, guys, I, I think Dominic Cruz definitely has slowed down a little bit. I think he's a little bit slower. And, um, yeah, I just think he's slowed down uh, overall just a little bit. Let me check out Casey's record. Okay, Casey got a good record. <clears throat> 16 and 4, not too bad. 16 and 4, one draw. <clears throat> got a little bit of time here. Uh, Randy says Narcos is a good show. Oh, yeah, Narcos is pretty good. I didn't finish that, though. Uh, Randy says, I would like to have seen Haku Ming in UFC 1. Haku was a beast. I mean, legend has it in, in the wrestling circles is that he was the toughest guy to ever wrestle. There's a story about him biting somebody's nose off in a bar. <laughs> like, if you look up uh, wrestling shoots where they do interviews on Ming, and they ask guys, they're like, who would you not want to fight? And a lot of guys say Ming. A lot of guys say Ming Haku. Also, another guy that was supposed to be a badass in the wrestling world was uh, Ravishing Rick Rude. And uh, I'm into arm wrestling, so I knew this. Um, Ravishing Rick Rude is actually an arm wrestler. I don't know if he made waves in that world, but um, that was like his thing. He was he was an arm wrestler. He was stupid strong, stupid super strong. Known to like knock guys out in bars quite often. Uh, but it was funny because I remember seeing interviews where he was this gnarly, rough and tough macho dude, right? Ladies, man, all this stuff. But he had certain standards and limits. Like he hated, um, I think, saying like the Lord's name in vain and cursing and stuff like that. There were certain things you couldn't really do around him. It'll get him, he'll get offended by it, <clears throat> which is super funny. So I was like, damn, you could just shatter somebody's nose in a bar <laughs> knock them dead that's okay but but don't don't say the lord's name in vain so funny <clears throat> some guys got like interesting moral codes Brandon says but yeah cruz is my all-time favorite shame about all the injuries he's had <clears throat> yeah i'm not too familiar with uh all the injuries hold on one sec brandon hold on sorry guys I had to tend to the dog again um i'm not 100 familiar with all of uh dominic cruz's injuries um was it was it like knee problems he's had oh that's right that's right he had i think i think he had like um acl reconstruction i think his knees got jacked up uh let me see randy says oh yeah rick Rude was a tough guy yeah man by all accounts rick Rude was definitely a badass you guys are getting in on some boxing talk I wish I was a little bit more into the boxing world. Um, obviously, I trained a little bit of boxing myself. I'm not a complete noob, but um, yeah, I don't really, I don't really follow boxing like that anymore. Besides, like the more popular guys, like I really like Triple G. Obviously, Canelo's his fights are exciting. Um, the heavyweight scene right now is pretty dope. But um, you guys let me in on like some prospects and stuff like that and some good guys just, just on these lives, you know, you guys that are really knowledgeable in boxing in the scene. I appreciate you guys keeping me in the loop. All right, guys, I actually have to cut this one a little bit short. Uh, it's like 40 minutes. Usually I go like an hour, sometimes more, but definitely going to try to hop on more lives. And what I'm going to do is... Um, 
you know, try to do lives on certain topics here, like how I have these pictures up, like whatever's, you know, happening in, in the MMA scene and the fight world. So we get on here and um, shoot the shit. So, yeah, guys, um, you guys have a nice night and a nice uh, or a nice day <laughs> wherever you're at. And uh, truly appreciate the support. As always, you guys are amazing. It's so humbling to me. And, um, yeah, I'll catch you guys on the next one, all right? You guys take care. Later, guys.